Welcome to episode 32 of Lost in Immersion, your weekly 45-minute stream about innovation. As VR and AR veterans, we will discuss the latest news of the immersive industry. Uh, so let's go, Fabien. I guess you, you have uh, some fresh news uh, from today. <laughs> yes, hello. So uh, today is the release of the new MetaQuest 3. And so I received uh, mine this uh, morning and I was able to, uh, to do a few tests. Um, and um, so I took a few notes of um, my first feedback, which is uh, just a very, uh, maybe one hour total of usage. So uh, I think over the next weeks, we'll uh, test it more and see uh, fully its capabilities. Um, so first, the, the size, so it's a smaller form factor. Um, if we compare it to uh, to the Quest 2. So um, but the, the weight is about the same, a bit heavier. Um, so I would say it's, yeah, the, the comfort of usage is uh, the same as the Quest 2, I would say. Um, the straps are a bit different behind, so the support is better uh, in the back of the head. And I was able, so I have very like small glasses and I'm, I'm able to use it with my glasses. So um, that's, uh, that's, that's actually pretty good for, for me. <laughs> um, and so then the onboarding itself, so when you power up the device, um, there is a process that is actually quite easy to connect it to the Wi-Fi. It uses the mobile app. Um, so you can sync the device pretty easily. It, it was actually pretty, uh, pretty fast. Um, and then there was a few updates, but uh, it was quite um, quite easy to do. And something interesting is, I think, similar to what the Apple Vision Pro will do, the, um, when you put it on, you are in a mixed reality. So it's not like the Quest 2, where the default view was VR uh, here. Everything is done uh, in uh, already in the past through, um, uh, and uh, speaking of which, the pass through. Um, so it's not as good as I expected expected it to be. Um, there are distortions, especially uh, with uh, objects that are close to the device. Um, so like the around the hands uh, and. Um, if I look close at the screen, for example, so I was clearly seeing distortions and on the edges of the um, of the device, um, and in some like specific situation where, uh, if I look at the corner of the screen, there is a wall behind, so I could see distortions, these kind of uh, situations as well. Um, but um, I wasn't. Uh, after the first uh, deception, <laughs> I wasn't. It was as bad. Uh, actually, it was quite easy to use. I, I could stand up, uh, go anywhere. I, I can. The scale is good. Uh, so I tried, you know, to uh, put my hand in front and remove it, and the alignment is almost uh, perfect. The size is good. So uh, you know, I can I can grab my phone, look at it, even if the color is not. Uh, perfect, I can read. Uh, it's not super easy, but I can read on the phone. 
Um, so yeah, um, like a bit disappointed, I would say, especially on the color and the distortions. Um, but then, uh, once you once the onboarding is done, um, there is a mixed reality game uh, that happens. So uh, uh, you are asked to stand up to uh, scan your room. So this is done automatically. You just have to look around, and the the, the guardian, like the boundaries of the room, are automatically um, detected. And you can um, you can they didn't automatically detect like tables. Um, so uh, you, you can, there is a very easy process to um, put boxes and boundary boxes around the, um, the table and the furniture. Um, and then it's a very, very nice game. Uh, so the uh, you have, you, it's a basic, basically a tower defense. So uh, you have uh, uh, furry balls that come in and uh, you have to uh, capture them. And so you have two guns uh, using the controllers and you can actually like destroy your wall, destroy quote unquote your walls and you are seeing the environment behind. Uh, so that was really fun. Um, I Maybe I'm biased because I really like mixed reality, but this was a really fun uh, game. Um, uh, so it's very clever uh, for Meta to have put that game just like after the onboarding, so user can really try and experience uh, uh, a mixed reality um, uh, game. Um, and then, um, so the tracking itself, um, so there is a depth camera, the tracking is really good. Um, so I, I, I try to move very fast and the three objects were almost not moving. I tried in a, in a sunny room after that, and I could see like a bit of um, jitter maybe when I moved very fast. But otherwise, yeah, the when when a three object is there, it stays there. Um, so I'm pretty happy about this. Um, and then the quality itself, so the quality of the three objects, the the rendering, the VR, is actually also very good. Uh, so the, the lenses are very big. Um, I forgot the exact numbers in terms of resolution and the field of view. Um, but the like, there's nothing to compare on the Quest Two. It's it's really a, a great upgrade in terms of of quality. Um, and I think that's oh, and uh, so the controllers. Um, so they don't have the um, uh, the tracking uh, circle around. Um, so the, we were worried about like the actual quality of the tracking of the controllers if you move fast. So I tried Beat Saber, which is like a, a very fast pacing game. Um, and I didn't have any issues. So um, I think we need more extensive testing uh, to be really sure about um, uh, overall. Uh, it's quite it's quite good. Um, I was a bit, um, it took me a few seconds to realize that in mixed reality, 
they overlay the 3D object of the controller on top of the controller. So it's like, uh, <laughs> it took me a few seconds to realize that I was not looking at the actual controllers, but the 3D. Maybe it's an option that I can deactivate. I'm, I'm not sure. Um, that was a bit disturbing. And um, yeah, I think that's basically it. So uh, a very, uh, very short review. Um, but I don't know, what do you think? Let me know if you have any uh, questions or things that <coughs> maybe I forgot to talk about. Uh, no, on my side, I think I will buy one uh, this afternoon. Uh, I was waiting it to be released and uh, going in the shop to, to buy it. Uh, so yeah, having your feedback make me want one. Uh, I'm just wondering about the weight of the controller compared to the Quest 2 version. And, and yeah. Um, and you, you said that you did not realize that the controller was displayed on top of the of the controller in 3D in the virtual uh, in the mixed reality environment. But uh, was your hand uh, displayed on top, or was there a, a 3D gloves on top of your hand that was? Yeah, no, it was behind. So uh, I think we. Um... Uh, Guillaume, you mentioned that last week that in the mixed reality view, the occlusions are not there. Okay. <clears throat> so I can't I can confirm that. But in the game, um, the, the occlusions were there. So um, I think um, maybe there is a process of scanning the room and then the occlusions will be there. Um, I didn't get uh, so, as far as this yet. Um, so what was the process of scanning the room embedded into the game or embedded into the headset onboarding? Uh, it was in the game, but maybe it's a feature of the of the meta uh, SDK, I guess. Mm. Mm. Um, and about the the, the weight, uh, they are lighter. Yeah, the, the Quest 2 are a bit, just a bit heavier. Right. Yeah, for my part, um, uh, did you feel any kind of sickness or discomfort with the distortion? Uh, because when we saw some uh, footage of it, uh, we could see all the, the scene uh, wiggly or wavely around. And uh, I thought immediately how you feel about this or when once you are in the game, you it doesn't matter. Yeah, so I think if I had to wear it like here you know, on my desk and seeing the distortions around the screen and around the, the desk, yes, I will have a discomfort that could come pretty fast. But you're correct. Once I was in the game, uh, I, I almost forgot about the, the distortions um, because the game was really engaging. Um, and really well done. So yeah, for and especially I didn't have anything very close to me during the. I was in the middle of the room, uh, so I guess the distortions are uh, smaller for much further objects. Yeah. And uh, about the, I guess you you tried it as a standalone 
uh, headset without uh, so first case first question what, what about the battery life uh, how did you uh, found it and then is there um, a cable like it, uh, there was with there's a I guess a metalink or whatever I, 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 I can't remember the name uh, can you plug it in your laptop or PC for a more, more powerful uh, uh, features um so about the two questions i don't know <laughs> so i don't i don't know if there is a, a, a link cable um something that we can we can research um and about the battery uh because i was quite also busy with work this afternoon i just used it for one hour and i didn't have any uh any issues so Oh, it's, it's just to know if uh, during your one hour, your battery life come from uh, 100 to 50, like, <laughs> did it uh, decrease very fast or did you, apparently it, it didn't shock you? Uh, no. I can check real quick the battery life. So during while you are checking this, I guess the, the 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 articles we saw about the distortion and the fact that the cameras were not aligned with your eyes, uh, they were quite right quite right about this. So once again, uh, will Apple be able to correct that with their Apple Vision Pro? It's a great great question. Uh, a huge question mark about this. Yeah, yeah, it's. Um... Um, so I was at, uh, I'm at 75% now. Okay. So 25% through one hour. Okay. Yeah. Seems pretty. Of, of onboarding. Yeah. Oh, I'm not on, yeah, yeah. on playing all the time. So yeah, we got to, we got to check that. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all the question I had. So overall, uh, great experience, uh, despite the fact that what we were expecting, uh, especially for, for the mixed reality is not as good as it was uh, advertised. Uh, so the, the great question here is now, can we work with that? Or is, is it just a, an improvement of the Guardian and maybe some fun games, but maybe not for professional use. Uh, so I guess we, you'll have to, to try that uh, furthermore to, to have a, a better review about this. Yeah, um, and something that I want to try more is the persistence and quality of the tracking. Um, so especially, you know, as you said, for a professional uh, applications, if the tracking, if I put an object at an at a exact position, does it stay there? And are the distortions really um, impact impacting the experience itself? Yeah. Yeah, that's the first test I want to do also. And I want to try also the, the distance and the, the size of the space you can map uh, mm. as soon as possible to see how big the, the space, will, the environment we can work with that kind of headset. Yeah, do you know if there is some kind of persistence of, uh, like you, you said, the bounding box 
that you created to 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 make your um, environment better are they I, I guess you you didn't have the time to to do so but do do you know if those bounded boxes uh, are staying there or do we have to put them every time we are using the pc headset um so i did uh i'm not really sure completely but uh when i did the the calibration in the other room i i came back here put the headset it says you are not in the in the in the room that you scan i went back and uh, i didn't have to scan again yeah. um yeah yeah normally they offer onshoring so so normally that that's really embedded in, in their sdk so that, that's something uh, they, they should offer and, and you should be able also to scan multiple rooms and position onshore in all those rooms and when the headset recognize it you can reload it and uh, and know in which room he is in. So that's also something I want to try soon. Zero Lens 1 and 2 were really great at that uh, with their dev sensor. So now that I added uh, dev sensor in the Quest 3, I really hope uh, this gonna this gonna go work great. We'll see. Okay, great. So. Uh, maybe we'll have uh, some other question during <laughs> during the stream. Well, I guess we will be reflecting about this. But Seb, do, do you uh, can you present your your topic, Seb? Sure. So this week I wanted to talk again about uh, 3D Gaussian splatting that uh, are improving, and we see more and more stuff being done in, in Unity now. Uh, so in, in real time, some some rendering. Here, the the guy is comparing the the nerf rendering here on on the top compared to the Unity uh, uh, 3D Gaussian rendering. Um, and yeah, the, the result of uh, what what they, they get with that is only pictures of, uh, of those uh, assets. It's quite amazing. Um, This is the, the first one I wanted to show, and, and really the reflection on the glasses, the the, the imperfect uh, materials uh, that you can see in it, uh, that are normally done in normal map and uh, re redone and redone to make sure they correspond to the reality. Here, uh, everything is done uh, through multiple pictures that has been uh, 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 pre. Uh, free enter to, to uh, on the software that generates a point cloud and on top of that point cloud now there is a, a render system that uh, allow this goes uh, 3d gaussian splatting uh, algorithm to render the scene uh, quite amazingly and um, so this is the first one and there is an, another one uh, which I, I found interesting too where they uh, use the 3d gaussian splatting but also modify the the render of the each uh, points or each cloud uh, point cloud to to uh, change its physics and change its color to to fake a, a burning effect that uh, looks pretty cool for me and same in real time in unity so 
I think it, the scene is quite TV. So when, when they are moving, you can see that the, the, the point cloud is not updating uh, right away. It takes a bit of time to re-render everything correctly. So that, that was my first subject. I don't want to want to react on it. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah. It proved that uh, Gaussian splitting is still going on. Uh, we did a, uh, an episode when you were on holiday or you were working, I guess. When I gave some review about this, I'm still working on this, uh, trying to find the best solution for to, to get. Um, uh, the, the best result with the smallest amount of uh, time, uh, input time for for uh, for uh, yeah getting the information. Uh, as I mentioned, I, uh, I'm I'm always a bit uh, questioning how they can get such a beautiful um, uh, results, despite the fact that they should have a very very uh, heavy and powerful uh, setup because every time I'm trying to 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 have a huge data set uh, for Gaussian splitting, I'm very fast limited by my amount of uh, memory for uh, on my uh, memory cards on my mm -hmm. uh, graphic cards. Uh, sorry. So now I'm uh, updating my setup to to a better uh, RTX cards, and I hope that uh, I'll have a better result as well. Something that is very uh, interesting in the community for people that are using three Gaussian splitting is that uh, uh, a lot of newcomers uh, are working with old uh, graphic cards like uh, uh, P100. Those are Tesla cards uh, dedicated to, to uh, uh, computation, GPU computation power. Uh, so those, those are very cheap cards uh, that you can get for uh, uh, like 500 or less. And uh, the main issue of this is that they, are, they don't have uh, any way of being... Um, uh, there is no vents or whatever on this, so the community is trying to find a way to, to make it uh, work uh, and not... Uh, overeat uh, during time so it's very very fun to see that but why are they using those cards is that they have like 20 gigs of uh, memory on these and this is very interesting for this kind of ai and especially uh, for yeah for ai computation and especially for three gaussian splitting so i'll see what i will do with this but uh, yeah you can see that people are trying to find uh, the cheapest way of having a lot of memory for them to do uh, artificial intelligence. It's very interesting to see. Uh, so, yeah, I'm very glad to see that uh, everything is improving at a very fast pace and uh, hopefully we can get uh, way better results and uh, more integrating uh, integrated application as well. Mm -hmm. Fabien? Um, yeah, I don't have a lot to say on this, um, but it's interesting to to see a technology that is um, 
very fast to be adopted by the community. Um, like I don't know, it's been like uh, months maybe, and there are already uh, plugins and applications everywhere, and optimization. So um, that's, that's very interesting. Um, and yeah, curious to see how long it will take for this to be available on, I don't know, I mean the viewer to be available on mobile or web um, to be a, that could change a lot of things. Right. I, th I think on mobile, they already did some tests on VR device. Uh, so I guess on mobile, that should be available too uh, for augmented reality. Uh, I think I saw some demo with Nerf, not with 3D Gaussian yet, but uh, I guess it's coming, uh, definitely. Uh, for web, <laughs> not sure. I think Luma AI uh, has now uh, switched from Nerf to 3D Gaussian, so they have this option too. Um, so it's already available and with a viewer uh, online where you can check your 3D model and then download it and do whatever you want with it. But uh, uh, not sure that there is any other functionality on, on top of that, like a VR functionality on top of a web page or XR availability. I will have to check uh, Luma, Luma AI to, to, to see where they are. Right. Um, the other project I wanted to talk about is the, this uh, announcement about uh, Serial. Uh, they revealed a couple of months ago their, their new system. Uh, so those guys are trying to make glasses uh, that allows to have holographic uh, um, 3D model displayed in front of it and, and allow the user to focus on different distance to really mimic the way your own eyes are working. So here they are, they are showing the fact that the, the lens are ready for them. They are starting to sell uh, their glasses uh, in early 2024 for integration in other devices. So it will be for manufacturer to embed uh, their technology into their own uh, headset. Um, one thing I'm wondering, because they, so, they, they show really uh, nice use case where the, there is a, uh, some focus done uh, in real time with their glasses, but they're not, they're not showing yet uh, how they will track the user eyes uh, and how it will be done in real time really uh, with uh, a perfect uh, <clears throat> adaptation of uh, where the user is uh, looking at and what needs to be in focus. Uh, and for this, I'm really wondering how, how it will be embedded if it's, if, if they are planning to provide this too, or they are planning only to provide the capability of their glasses and they will uh, ask the manufacturer to work on the, on the way of getting the, the eye position where, the, where you are looking and where you are focusing. But uh, yeah, it's a nice improvement, and would like to see them at uh, at an event to to check uh, how it it's looking really inside the, inside the glasses and the quality they obtain for the for the rendering. So I don't I don't know if you saw that news that you if you have any any feedback or 
fort about that. Fabian, yes. Um, yeah, I mean, as you say, it's. Uh, I'm curious as well to uh, to know how they, they track the eyes, and because on their um, graphics, they don't even. Uh, they show the different modules that are on the glasses, and they only talk about display, display, display. Um, so I don't know if we are missing something here. Um, but yeah, it, it could be very nice. Um, and um, I'm curious also to see how uh, VR headsets uh, companies will adopt this. Um, um, yeah, really, they would have maybe challenge on that uh, with collaboration uh, with um, with Meta with I don't know who uh, we want to have this in the in the device. But um, um, yeah, very cool to see progress there. Yep. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> the the two things. Uh, first one, uh, we can see that the optical see-through is not dead, uh, which is a, a great thing uh, because we know that most of uh, manufacturers are now uh, working with video see-through like Meta and Apple Vision Pro. So at some point, we, we could have thought that uh, maybe this kind of technology is too hard to... to to do because since they all lens one we didn't have much uh, improvement despite the fact that we are slowly gaining uh, field of view but uh, the, the technology itself well it, it, there was not a huge step on from other lens one to two and magic leap one to two well it's better the form factor is better so the so small improvements but not uh, groundbreaking ones and um, this one could be one. Uh, however, as you mentioned, so there is in um, for, from the first uh, uh, video that when they showed this technology to this new one, well, they are never moving their head around. Uh, there is no tracking for the eye, no for the environment on their uh, uh, device presentation. So we can so there are maybe two ways of thinking about what their strategy is is that first uh, they can provide the technology for yeah on the other manufacturers or maybe they are targeting this a assisted reality market with smart glasses because there are there there is no tracking here so if you want this small form factor that they are presenting now uh, you, you can have uh, external tracking to this, uh, especially lidars or depth sensors and so on, because your your uh, your design will be way more bulkier than what they are presenting now. So I, I don't know what what their goal is really, but yeah, for the, the technology is great, and once again they they prove that they are. Um, making it better for months to months and uh, we can see the evolution here yep so that, that's it for me same same reflection 
as you. Okay. So I uh, will conclude with my topics as well. Uh, it's a very too small information, really. Uh, so the first one is uh, the information about Meta uh, Quest 3. Uh, apparently, the sailing numbers are not as uh, as good as they they were expecting. Uh, the behavior here about uh, what is going on is basically the the users of MetaQuest two that are now uh, upgrading to the three, uh, but there there isn't uh, newcomers uh, to 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 the VR community. It's uh, mainly the base, the same numbers that are. Uh, yeah. Uh, so in one way, uh, the strategy of uh, making um, the mixed reality uh, uh, something that they, they were willing to to put uh, on on the front uh, uh, and the front page is not working as good as they were willing to. Uh, we could argue that maybe there. Uh, uh, marketing strategy to announce the, the headset was not uh, on point as well. We we discussed about it. Uh, there was not any kind of big announcement despite the Meta Connect. But for mainstream users, I know that well, this information is absolutely not uh, uh, on top of their head because there was not like mainstream communication. So. I'm guessing it's not that surprising that they don't have uh, better numbers because they were targeting the community itself with the announcement because only specialists and people that are using VR was, were very uh, yeah, were, were willing to, to have more info and uh, getting the headsets. So maybe in the upcoming months when uh, developers will bring on new games or new application, maybe the, those numbers will go up, uh, we'll see. Uh, however, Meta is uh, already announcing that they are laying off, uh, again, uh, employees from their silicon units, which is uh, the, the, the unit where they were supposed to create chips for the headsets to make the Metaverse something uh, uh, real. So we can see that slowly this um, metaverse team, this dedicated metaverse team is uh, shrinking. Uh, so we'll see if this uh, initiative is completely disappearing towards a more VR uh, mixed reality or spatial computing that they are uh, calling it now. Uh, initiative, we'll, we'll see, but a very, the, the communication here is uh, once again a bit weird as you you are uh, releasing uh, a new a new headset and a few days later you're announcing that uh, you are uh, laying off employees dedicated to metaverse to the metaverse so very strange uh, strategy here you could, they could have waited <laughs> maybe one, one month or two <laughs> to, to announce that but uh, yeah uh, and the uh, I do all the, the different small news that I had uh, is about immersed. We talked about this, the, their, uh, their classes dedicated to, to the, um, uh, to working, to the, to working in mixed reality. They are two, two different sets of uh, glasses. 
one was cheaper than the the, the other one and uh, given the 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 orders uh 96 percent of the the orders were towards the most expensive one so they simply cancelled the cheaper version so why i'm talking about this is that uh, it shows that uh, if your product is on top or well is uh, answering the demand uh, the price doesn't really matter so uh, it's it could um, uh, go it could be an argument towards the apple vision pro once again that if your technology is mature enough if you have something new to propose and people like are excited about it then the price is not uh is not really is the problem uh, people are willing to to get the device uh, despite of the price so what what do you have to say about this um this is, it's uh very interesting news. I think um, the uh, we 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 told about talked about that many times already. But this year is a very very interesting year for uh, virtual reality devices and 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 all of the related technologies. A lot of things are happening, as we can see about Meta um, and uh, Immerse, as you say. Uh, the, the, the funny thing about Immerse is we don't know how many orders they have on the expensive one. So, um, but um, it's, a, it's interesting. You need to see that the, the quality and the market fit pays um, for them. Um, yeah. Uh, one thing I saw, it's, uh, it's related. Um, I saw news about the Apple Vision Pro that users are saying it's very heavy, uh, like in, in the front. That's something that uh, uh, is um, uh, seems to be quite a huge um, issue uh, for the for the Vision Pro. So, yeah, yeah. Well, yes. well, good, good. Yeah. So, yeah. Was just one thing that I forgot is that the Meta announced that next year they will be releasing uh, the real competitor to Apple Vision Pro. However, they mentioned that there won't be that much units for you for us to get, and that the price will be very much expensive than what we are used to with Meta. So, also very interesting that they are now positioning another headset dedicated to compete with the Apple Vision Pro. Sorry, Seth. Will it be the Pro version? We, no, ap yeah. apparently not. Uh, the Pro would be dedicated to VR, and this new headset will be very much dedicated to mixed reality. So it's okay. not the ribbon one we talked about uh, last week or the, the week before and uh, it's a completely new one okay so they are planning like four or five headsets already yeah one very cheap at 200 dollars something like that yeah i heard 300 oh. but it should be uh, maybe in canadian so <laughs> okay that'd be in us dollar a quest 4 pro something like that yeah pro 2 
the Quest 3 and those uh, very unknown uh, glasses that would be Mix 21. Okay. Not sure yeah, this is a great strategy. Yeah, yeah <laughs> they are still investing a lot of money then. Yeah. And it's it's amazing your news. I, I really wonder if the strategy to make a, a $200 version of something that will be similar to the Quest 2, uh, probably, mm -hmm. makes sense. Um, but the, the, the I guess the, the immersed uh, news can be related to this willing, uh, this will of uh, Meta to make cheaper headsets. Uh, because they want more users and uh, bring uh, their community to another level. I, I, I guess this is not the issue here. We already discussed about this, but I don't think making it a two hundred or three hundred dollars headset will make any difference. Because mm. uh, I guess for for these price tags, you won't have the mixed reality. You won't have the comfort that we can have in the Quest Three. And um, like, uh, I, I know that the Google, it was the Google, oh no, um, sorry. It was the Oculus Go, uh, if I can remember correctly, the, the cheaper version, three degrees of freedom mm. uh, that were made for um, trade shows and so on. It, it had some success on the professional side, but it was not a success on the, on the mainstream main public uh, one mm -hmm. so i'm not sure that bringing on a cheaper version especially announcing it now as you are releasing the quest 3 people are willing will be waiting for this to be released so you are like crashing your curve of <laughs> getting new new users uh, at the launch of your of your headset but yeah i'm not, I'm not sure that uh uh, newcomers are willing to have those cheap version. I don't know. It really depends on the on the specification. But if those are uh, good spec, so maybe they will they will have less Quest three users. And if those are not as good, uh, so well, so there won't be any users <laughs> for them. So yeah, I don't really. Once again, we don't really understand their strategy here. Multiplying assets, uh, working on the low cost or cheap side and getting high hand on the other one. It's very, very weird. We'll see, yeah, like you said. <laughs> we'll see, <laughs> exactly. So do, do you have anything more to add? New question? For the for Fabien for the about the Quest Three maybe. I have uh, one quick thing. Uh, so we spoke about the Unity pricing uh, catastrophe that happened over the past weeks, and today we learned that the CEO of Unity has uh, stepped down. Um, so I think uh, so it's very unfortunate for him, but. Um, I think it was the only solution for the committee to, for Unity to kind of try to get back the trust from the, um, uh, from the developers and from the community. Um, so it would be very interesting to see how that unfolds in the next weeks 
and who is uh, named, who will be named as a replacement. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, but yeah, I think it was expected that would uh, that would happen. Um, but I think yeah, fortunately for him. But I think it's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they were uh, at some kind of dead end with the situation. They they tried to to correct uh, their announcement, but yeah, people were. Uh, if I can say, they were really pissed off <laughs> for this, and they wanted the the head of uh, of the CEO. So they they got this, they got it. So now we'll see, as you mentioned, what what will happen and if there will be drastic changes of uh, direction. And uh, yeah, I guess some people are quite happy with <laughs> the announcement, but we will see what uh, what it means in the future. Mm. That's Seven great news. Great, great news, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I 